With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio.
Greetings and salutations, divine, all blessed, peace and love, joy and prosperity, elevation, relevation, and manifestation. You know, you are now sitting live with another edition of Revolutionary Voodoo, New Orleans Voodoo Secrets and Recipes, here on both YouTube Live, forward slash Voodoo Tie, and YouTube are you taking on and, live? And Facebook Live with under Nile in the Trader uh, forward slash Facebook.com forward slash J Nile. And of course, my Blog Talk Radio URL is blogtalkradio.com forward slash the hyphen divine hyphen print. I do invite you to input your questions, comments, requests in all capital letters in the chat box so that both I and Kiona, who is assisting me, can see them. And I'll respond directly to your questions, comments, or requests that are typed in all capital letters. We're probably going to have to remind people uh, through the show about that so that I can see them uh, from the screen from a distance. And, of course, Kiona will be assisting with that. I have a, a show topic today. We have a subject matter today, and that is the nature of spirit. I, I just want to talk about the nature of spirit, and I invite your active participation. That's one of the reasons that I've, I've brought one of my priests into the show when I've, I've brought help into the show. I've told you all time and time again, I'm not here to hear the sound of my voice. I'm not here to just say something, you know, because I have some ego need that needs to be fulfilled. I'm here to teach, repair, share, educate, illuminate, and move people forward into action and activity as it relates to revolutionary voodoo, New Orleans voodoo secrets and recipes. And that indeed speaks to the lineage, the bloodline of all African Americans who have ancestral roots in this land, going back into antebellum slavery, going back into the, the beginnings and the foundations, if you will, of, of the building of this nation. We have a bloodline root to this practice, to this culture, to this, to this tradition. If Candable belongs to Brazil, if Santeria belongs to Cuba, Lacomi, then indeed uh, voodoo, voodoo belongs to the African here in America with the bloodline lineage and the, and the um, education and knowledge and awareness of these traditions. This is our salvation. If you haven't heard me say that before, voodoo is our salvation. At the end of the day, we've tried everything. We've been everything, and we continue to evolve these different groups and organizations and mindsets and religions that borrow back to the very source that brought us oppression, that brought us colonization, that brought us bondage. So our freedom is is in this voodoo. Authentically, we don't need the comic book. Hollywood, you know, dime store, magical books to teach us about what voodoo is. 
yet many of you are absorbing that information and believe it to be founded on something. Today we acknowledge the spirit of White Claw. Today we acknowledge Dan and, and, and Dambala and all things white. I don't care what you heard. I don't care what you read. That's where we are today. And today I want to talk about spirit. So Kiona and, and um, Nylon and Al-Yak and whoever our fourth and fifth person is that keeps coming and going, we invite you to be actively involved in the show. Ask your questions. Make your comments. Verbalize your shade. Get in your feelings. But be a part of this show. Um, I'm not going to always continue to apologize for being absent, though I know that Kiona and many of you, you know, sort of have come to expect me to be here at least every day during the week. But be mindful. Voodoo requires work. The work is being done. Filming is being done. Documenting is being done. And we're also a part of a much bigger historic project right now. We're working with Regina King right now in One Night in Miami. I couldn't say that on the show before, uh, but Thanks, Cavalero Casting. <laughs> uh, Cavalero Casting is looking for last-minute, urgent call. That means if someone doesn't show up to be NOI, Nation of Islam, and someone does not show up to be FOI, uh, Boots of Islam, um, MGT, Muslim Girls in Training, for tomorrow's filming, you still might have an opportunity to be a part of one night in Miami. So if you're local to New Orleans, the surrounding area, you're prepared for possibly a, a really early call, like 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning tomorrow, or maybe a late call uh, in the afternoon, um, get with us after the show, and you might still have an opportunity to be a part of the filming of Regina King one night in Miami. But I introduced that to say I, I haven't been here. We both have not been here consistently because we're doing the work. We've discussed making a more concerted effort to be present as regularly and as consistently as we can. And, and again, we always are grateful for Keona's help, uh, the High Priestess Emperor, Empress April, Alafia, thank you so much for, for coming on in, into this room, into this sacred space. Grandma used to say, come on in the room, come on children and come on in the room. Okay, so thank you for coming on into the room. We certainly appreciate you, High Priestess, and and all of our our viewers and listeners, both in Blog Talk Radio and YouTube Live. I don't want to neglect my Blog Talk Radio audience. If you want to call in and be heard, ask your questions, you have something to say, you want to call me now at area code 845-277. 9143 That is our live blog talk radio talk line, listen line, so you can listen to the show as well as call in and participate in the show, um, even on the go by way of blog talk radio. And, of course, our viewers and listeners by way of YouTube Live, you can ask our Yak. Talk has done, and Al-Yak, I hope I'm pronouncing your name correctly, 
that's why we invite people to use the Blog Talk Radio line. Um, I see your question. As she has done, um, type your questions, comments in all capital letters. Thank you for that, Kiona. Um, and then I'll be able to see and respond. Al Yak asks, is it appropriation for Europeans to come into ATR, voodoo, as high priests, babas, et cetera? Um, oh, Kayla. Okay, girl, I got you. <laughs> You've explained that before. I got you. That's Kayla spelled backwards. Um, yeah, that is very controversial. That is very sensitive. I spoke to it over the year. Um, I've done the Blog Talk Radio show. Uh, Joshua has helped me on, on many episodes uh, for over 12 years, and we've Nyla. talked about that. Nyla. Today, yeah, Nyla. <laughs> Nyla. Yes. And, um, and so, um, yeah, I'm going to answer you. Um, I invite others to sort of get in on this question, on this conversation. Uh, either here in chat or by way of our live phone line at 845-277-9143. Do press the number one on your telephone keypad. It'll raise your hand. It'll let me know that there's a caller in queue, and I'll be able to open your mic and also bring you into this conversation. Anyone who comes to me and my clients, my godchildren, my initiates are well aware if you're coming to me often for work, particularly ritual work, ceremonial work, and more specifically, ancestral work and divination and active initiation, you're going to do ancestral work and divination with me. And that requires lineage. Now, some of you aren't familiar with lineage and the importance of lineage as it stands up in ATR tradition. Now, those of you who are officially initiated, Lukomi, Santeria, Kandable, you're well aware of lineage. And our Latino, Hispanic, south of the border, brothers and sisters and cousins are much more aware of lineage than often the black community is here in the state. So lineage, there's a certain way I can Spell aborvu, aboye, aboshiche, ashe, that will speak specifically to my lineage, where I was initiated, who I was initiated with, what path or tradition. Um, let me use different words family, neighborhood. Let's say magically we were all born in Oyo, Nigeria, or Oshogbo, Nigeria. You would then have the liberty of being born into your lineage, your ancestral spirit, and the deities and powers in which your family, and then your extended family, and then your neighborhood, your community, your village, and, and maybe even your city would acknowledge. That's some of the foundations of lineage. But another way of looking at lineage is bloodline. We have to look at ethnicity, how much Hausa, how much Igbo, how much Yoruba, how much Ebe, how much Fon is in the bloodline. Now, I don't want to give away too much of my practice because it's, it's too many haters already out there trying to copy what I do. 
can figure out what I do. Um, but I'm going to mesh, if you will, for lack of better words, your DNA information, your bloodline, lineages, etc., and and better match what lineage in terms of tradition and practice you should then be coming under. So I have European clients. I have a handful of European godchildren who've done DNA. They know exactly how much, and I don't even like to use words like black, white, red, you know, because those are white racist supremacist terminology that we learned to use uh, in the 20s or 40s or 50s. It's in all the books. It's in the school books. It's in the cartoons. You know, it made its way in the culture. And this is black. <laughs> you know, I haven't met very many people that are black. But I've met people who are African or of African descent, who are of Igbo, Hausa, Yoruba, Eze, Akan, Fon, Bois, descent. So I'm going to look at descent. Uh, I think people also fear going into, and I don't want to forget that my main topic today is the nature of spirit, because the nature of spirit can traverse genealogy, can traverse lineage, can traverse practice, um, and and even tradition. There are things that we learn from Christianity, that we learn from church, that's very detrimental, that we struggle every day inwardly to break that chain, to break that memory, to break that tie back to that thing. So getting into this lineage is absolutely important. Because it has everything to do with how you're born, how you're birthed, if you will, in these traditions. Um, and, and who's doing the birthing? Who, who are the midwives? Who are the parents? So we have to. And often here in, in the West, you know, the, the West is worldwide now. And anywhere there's Internet, anywhere there's, you know, Saks Avenue, Nike products, you know, that's the West, because we're all now following sort of this Western model. Um, but in the West, there's that thing that I call the shortcut spirituality. And so therefore, we, you know, we want to read our chakra books and our crystal books and watch a few videos and, and assume that we understand the nature of spirit. And so sometimes we're testing spirits that are not a part of our lineage, that are not a part of our makeup that we shouldn't be operating in are not necessarily friendly long-term to your overall cause, to the overall um, outcome manifestation that you might be seeking um, in any given work. Uh, I believe, um, Kayla, black people can appropriate and they do it every day. Um, You hear me refer to the Orisha romance. Um, It's my way of being a little shady, a little catty, you know, of of these wannabe witches, these overnight voodoo practitioners, these overnight uh, psychic readers and whatnot. And in the course of that, it's a Western thing. We're mixing all this stuff. It's a gumbo. It's a soup. And and, and I'm going to pick a little bit from here, and I'm going to take a little bit from there, and I'm going to apply a little bit of that. And completely ignorant to your own power because if you understand your lineage 
what stands up in you stands up in your family. And, and that's not always good. Some of us have abusers in our family. Some of us have molesters in our family. Some of us have addictive behaviors in our family, drugs, gambling, you know, anger. You know, anger is in my family. It's an addiction. I have to be very, very conscious of how I control my anger, where my anger is. Am I absorbing somebody else's energy or is it really mine? Do I really have a position to be angry about? You have to be willing to do those questions. Uh, And I digress. So, yes, um, Kayla, I believe everyone is appropriating these right now to some degree. If they're not authentically approaching these paths, these traditions, these lineages, respectfully. You know, we know generally speaking there's West African voodoo. There's Haitian voodoo. There's now Louisiana, Mississippi, uh, the, the voodoo that stands up in the African-American presence. But there's, it's not a free-for-all. There, there are rules to this. There's an order to this. I also wanted to address um, today, before I move on to my next question, um, the importance of the appropriate knowledge as well as setup of a shrine, an altar, ley line, uh, addressing your chakra. There's an order to that. It's not random. It might appear random to someone who does not have the knowledge. You might look at the picture of the altar of the shrine and say, that's beautiful. I I like the way that looks. That's attractive. I I can connect to that. But there's an absolute balance to it. There's a law to it. There's a structure to it. So when people experiment around with it, that's the softest word that I can use, as opposed to someone consciously thinking, I'm about to invoke something, prepare something, bring something forward, manifest something forward without doing this homework. Um, But the absence of elements, the misalignment of elements, not being clear about the grid. Some of you are doing gridding, but you're doing it empathically. You're doing it just on feeling, just on emotion maybe on the amount of space that you have on that ledge, that table, that window field, that, that man, manual. But um, there's an order that has to be adhered to. And the danger of not adhering to that order, which is why my subject today is the nature of spirit, and in parentheses, spirit. Because we say spirit, I feel the spirit. I'm in the spirit. What does that mean? Spirit spoke to me. What does that mean? What does that mean? And and, and is it ancestral? Um, Kayla, going back to ancestral, uh, uh, going back to lineage and appropriation, is it disembodied? Is it a ghost? Is it a jinn? Is it a demon? And I've said before, demons and jinns can, can respond to your prayers can respond to your request, particularly when there's energy behind it, when there's emotion behind it. You, you're desperate. You're in need. It's an emergency. You're under great stress. And these 
spirits will respond to you, particularly if you're ignorant, particularly if you're not covered, particularly if you don't have a defensive line set up. Some of you are setting up grids and shrines and altars and have no defensive mechanisms in place at all. Stick to your ancestors. They won't harm you. Stick to your ancestors. Stick to your light altars, your crystals, your stones, your minerals, you know, your favorite pieces until you are clear about moving forward in terms of altars, shrines, grids, ritual circles, magic circles. You're crossing lines of witchcraft, of magic, of, of, of illusion and delusion and voodoo and, and indigenous practice, but without a manual, without a book, without a clear understanding of what's being provoked, um, what's being invoked, I should say. Um, you don't want to provoke spirit, though there are scenarios where we do indeed provoke spirits to act, but they tend to be uh, petrol. They, they tend to be hot. They, they, they tend to be aggressive in nature, requiring knowledge, skill, and the ability to not only open the doorway and allow these spirits in, but then know how to close them, know how to control them, know how to prevent them from subsequently dominating your life. Thank you, um, Kiona, Danette, greetings, beloved. Sleepy CCS, thank you all for being present. High Priestess, please come with your questions, comments, requests, uh, jab, shade. I don't care what it is. Just participate in the show. My phone line is open and active at area code 845-277-9143. Area code 845, it's another 800 number, it's another 900 number, but it's 845-277-9143. Do press the number one on your telephone keypad. This will alert me that there's a caller in queue, and I will absolutely uh, open your mic and allow you into the conversation. Sleepy, um, you didn't capitalize your comment, but I'm going to read it out loud anyway because I think it's important. Uh, Sleepy CCS says, hoodoo also has been appropriated. And she, she's absolutely right. It's been greatly appropriated, greatly. And there's so much witchcraft and astrology and um, uh, other stuff. And, and I'm not saying that other stuff is not useful. Just don't confuse it with hoodoo. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Don't pretend that it's hoodoo. You know, many of you have seen me read, have seen me read on air, have seen me read uh, in television shows, have been here to the house and read with me. I use tarot cards. I use crystals. I use singing bowls. Uh, we have more than one camera, so I keep shifting my view, y'all. <laughs> Um, I have all sorts of tools and implements for many world cultures and traditions, but I don't confuse it with voodoo. Welcome, I don't. Richard. Thank you, Richard. And Paula? Yeah, if you're going to speak up, Paola, speak up so they can How you doing, Paola? 
Mm-hmm. Greetings. Welcome into the day. Greetings. Thank you so much. So, yeah, uh, Hoodoo Beloved uh, has indeed been appropriated as well. And so we must be careful that we are also not appropriating. Because in the doing so, they are indeed inviting spirits. They're indeed inviting spirits. And sometimes these spirits show up in your health, in your mental health. They show up in your finances. They show up in a relationship and the dynamics of your job and your work space. They show up in your relationship. All your relationships, love and relationships, partnerships, business relationships, all of these things invoke spirit and have spirit attached to them. So we must be careful with appropriating any tradition, any practice, any ritual, any tool that we aren't clear about how to use, that we aren't open and willing to be taught, to be instructed. And the asking to be taught the asking is, is most safest when you're in, invoking your ancestors and when you're working with crystal, mineral, and stone. Those are the safest, for lack of a better word, medium in terms of drawing, in introducing, opening a way for spirits and spirits to enter in. And sometimes they don't attach to you. They attach to your children. They they attach to people, places, and things around you and in your environment. So let's talk more about spirit today and moving forward. Give me your questions, your promising questions. Uh, Kiona, Jen are shapeshifters. Yes, indeed. And they can go beyond spirit and be physical. Um, have to take care. It's not a game. You will get hurt if you're not trained. And, and she's absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. I, I've even known people, both black and white, who have the money, who have the wherewithal and the resources to travel uh, to Africa and exotic locales in the world and have brought back uh, carvings, drums, masks, organic matter that indeed has spirit in it and with it. Um, our crystals have spirit in them and with them, but they tend to be positive because they're being passed through light. They're being radiated with light. Now, your darker stones, your denser minerals, they indeed have more earth-bound energy attached to them. But in that mineral structure, in that crystalline structure, like our medicine, like our food, their intent is to heal. The intent is to bring balance. The intent is to bring well-being. And they work well together, your hematite, with your rose quartz, with your amethyst, with your clear quartz with your mantras and your prayers and your sacred music and the creation of your sacred space. And we create grids even in where you keep your crystals, even in how you keep your stones, you're automatically setting up a grid, even if you're not consciously aware of that. 
So that area should be clean. That area might be on a mirror or, or, or be on a slab of some sort of stone or, or gems. Um, it might be on wood, but, but lacquered, polished. You, you might have a cloth in place, but you want to create sacred space that invites those things that are positive, peaceful, beneficial, useful, edifying, nurturing, that are going to move you forward even beyond your own block. So in that spirit, particularly those lower-based earthbound spirits that attach us to food and money and, and men and women and, and sex and, and, and material possession, um, the shopper who shops out of mental and emotional and spiritual need, uh, the person who talks out of mental, emotional, spiritual need, at this lower chakra level, those chakras from your fourth chakra, really all your seven chakras. Because in our book, we're often talking about seven chakras. We, we talk about seven African powers. But the truth is that the number is much higher and much greater. Many of us are only able to vibrate within those seven. So many authors don't even bother to, to write about eighth and ninth and tenth and 12th and 24th and 36th octave, which is another way of looking at chakra, octave. Uh, and, and they just keep it to the basic seven because many, particularly in the West, uh, are dealing with the first chakra, your, your animal nature, the thing that just keeps your heart beating and your lungs breathing, you know, the things that we don't really control are sort of involuntary, but the desire for protection for survival, for meeting your hunger, for meeting your, your sexual appetite. Those are all in your first chakra, maintaining your physical body, your health, your strength. Your second chakra is now your second and your third chakra. Right in here is, is your stomach, your navel, and below your navel and above your navel, second and third chakra, your willpower center where you get your gut feeling, your gut reaction. So it's the next level up from your animal nature. It suggests you are in control of your animal nature. You're now operating in your divinity. If not in your divinity, at least in your humanity. Um, that's your wheel center. We get fear there. We get gut feelings there that show up at the physical level. Uh, as one of our participants suggested, it does show up in the spirit level as well. But it also shows up in at the physical level, uh, particularly if we're talking about chakras. Some of you already know these chakras are like vortexes, are like spinning wheels. So they should be spinning in the proper direction. They should be unblocked. They should be unclogged. Um, and that's where our, our, our wheel our need for certain things, our need to pacify and feed certain things, our, our gut desires, our personal desires. And then the fourth chakra is where we get into that tricky area. I see the question. Thank you, Kiona. Y'all be patient with me for just a second. Let me get through these seven chakras. Your heart chakra, love. The first love is of your mother, your father, your family how you grew up, how you experienced and taught and, and envisioned and demonstrated love 
from the time of conception up until we get introduced to romantic love, the love of items, the love of music, the love of other things. Uh, so the fourth chakra is a complex chakra for many people, particularly if there's blockages there that, that go back to, to childhood or, or past. Uh, one way of looking at chakras is sort of vertically, but another way of looking is forward into the future and backward into the past. Your fifth chakra is where we speak, where we speak our existence, create our existence, create and recreate our reality, speak our truth, even if you're attempting to mask um, supreme divinity. Thank you so much, but please, I don't know where the donations through YouTube go. I, I really don't. I've been doing this all year. No, I've been doing this a year now, <laughs> a year and a month now. I have no idea where that money goes. I would prefer you follow the link that Keona put in the chat for my PayPal. But thank you, Supreme Divinity. Thank you kindly. Um, so your fifth chakra is where you speak what you believe, even if you're attempting to mask your fear or what you believe or what your ultimate goal is. But that resonates at that fifth chakra. The sixth chakra, we call that the third eye. There's a pyramid there. And it allows us to see beyond the physical. It allows us to see beyond what we can see, what we can hear in the moment. Uh, it, it gives us vision into the past, the present, and the future, beyond physical space. And, of course, seven, they call that the crown, your head, your consciousness. In Yoruba, that might be the beginning, the doorway into Ori. So. These things have to be acknowledged. You can't just choose, I'm just going to focus on my fifth chakra. You can in terms of doing the homework, addressing the block, addressing what you're dealing with in, the, in that moment. Maybe you have to give a speech. Maybe you have to teach a class. Maybe you have to perform, you know, a play, an actor. So, yeah, you're going to focus energy, blue energy, conscious energy at the throat chakra. But you can't then ignore the other chakras and expect to be operating in balance. So you will then manifest imbalance through your chakras. Listen, this is before spirit. This is before gin. This is before demons get involved. This is before the show topic. Just that chakra. I'm talking about what's safe to do. So just that chakra, if we're not consciously doing that work, while we operate with our stones, then we will experience blockages. Um, I'm going to look at my questions now. Um, Supreme Divinity, I see your question, but give me a minute to scroll up. If my questions keep scrolling on me, and I don't really want to address them out of order if I can help it. Thank you, Kiona. The topic is the nature of spirit, dot, 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 and spirit. Because we also need to cover spirit. Uh, High Priestess Empress April. Yeah, whose spirit and what spirit is absolutely necessary. Even if you view the Bible as a magical book, it tells you to test the spirit. Know its origin. Know where it comes from. Is it really God responding to you? Or is it a gem? 
Is it an ancestor? Is it a disembodied force? And so the church or Islam or Judaism, many world religions, teaches you to focus on one thing, one religion, one way of seeing and viewing that religion, one way of seeing and viewing that God, to the exclusion of anything else. So even in the so-called sanctified church, the holiness church, you know, we, we call in on Jesus, but people speaking in tongues and falling out and slobbering and doing backflips over, over pews, if there's a spirit in that space, and in many cases, those spirits are not being interpreted. And that magical book called the Bible says, you're supposed to interpret tongues. You're supposed to interpret spirits. So New Age, Voodoo, Ifa is no different. You have to be able to interpret spirit. Even when your child comes to you with a little story, and, and, you, and, and you hear the story, but you know there's some truth behind the story. They done broke something. They done lost something. Somebody done did something bad, and they don't want to just come out to the point, you know, they're going to beat around the bush. They're going to tell you, you know, a little story. And a mother or a father, a good mother, a good father, an in-tune parent is going to be able to be in tune with the spirit of their child in the spirit of that moment. And so you know when your child is not being authentic and is not telling you the truth. It, 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 it's operating from a different energy. And as adults, I'm assuming everybody in this audience is an adult. We quickly forget that. We quickly lose sight of that when we're trying to interpret. Um, I'm standing outside the Walgreens. Hey, ma'am, um, my car has been broke down, and my wife is pregnant, and she's on the other side of the river, and I got to get back to the house. Uh, you know, can you buy me some gas? You know, you, some of you instinctively know whether your request is true or not. Some of you don't care if the request is true or not. I know people who just give money, you know, because that's what they do. They, they either do it in the name of Jesus or, or they do it, you know, and don't care if it's going to be used for drugs or, or for liquor or, or, or for whatever. But we all, right, but, but we all, and you need to speak up louder when you speak, and we all, so that you can be heard. Camping in prostitution, that's it. Yeah, so... so we all are put in a position to have to test spirit every day, every day. Um, uh, Supreme Divinity, just send me an email, beloved. Send me an email at divineprince at houseofthedivineprince.com, and that's divine, D-I-V-I-N-E, prince, P-R-I-N-C-E, at HouseOfTheDivinePrince.com Now if you're asking me more literally You're going to send me an email request I'm going to ask you to commit to a divination A a ritual Ceremonial Initiatory divination Then from there That's going to tell me Who you are What lineage you're operating in what powers and spirits are around you and, and, and need to be addressed and looked at and, and, and at some point possibly crowned on your head or married 
in a voodoo ceremony with, with a spirit or a deity. We're going to look at your ancestors along with your head, and, 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 and then we'll move you forward. But, but that's the literal answer to what you said. The figurative answer to your question, um, beloved divinity, is to send me a private email at divineprince at houseofthedivineprince.com in order to get under mentorship. And you may have a different idea about what type of mentorship you want and you're looking for. Express that in the email. The more specific you all are in your email, the easier, the quicker I can move forward in your response. Um, unclear requests get my general response. It tells you basic format of, of my most common divinatory process and services available how to operate in them, um, and then how to send the appropriate donation for them. Uh, so if, if there's more, just include that in your email, and I'll be glad to um, to respond. I'm trying to hit all of my questions. Um, Kayla asked, does fasting enhance our ability to, to connect to and communicate with the spirit realm? It absolutely does. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.